Section 47 of The Living Animals of the World, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in August 2020. The Living Animals of the World, Volume 2. Book 5, Chapter 2. Insects, Part 4 scale-winged insects or butterflies and moths by w f kirby fellow of the linnaean society butterflies and moths are easily distinguished from other insects by many very obvious characters and a considerable number are remarkable for the beautiful and varied colors of their wings these are as it were tiled with overlapping scales attached to the membrane by a slender stem hence their name scale-winged insects these scales differ very much in shape sometimes being long and slender and almost hair-like while at other times they are widened at the extremity like a battledore or they may be short and broad like a fan or a shovel different forms of scales are found on different parts of the wings of the same insect and some forms of scale are peculiar to the male as are usually the dense tufts of scales found on the forewings of the skipper butterflies and on the hindwings of the chrysippus butterfly the varied colors of these scales are due partly to pigment interposed between the extremely delicate double or triple tissues of which the scales are composed or more rarely to the refraction of light from the surface of the scales themselves or as has recently been stated to different colored scales alternating so that the varying colors are visible at different angles as in the metallic shot color of the purple emperor butterfly and in various species found in south america and other countries in the case of the purple emperor and in many other butterflies this shot coloring is confined to the males indeed as a rule female butterflies and moths are larger than the males but far less brilliantly colored than their mates there are however many species in which the sexes differ little in size or color but it only rarely happens that the female is more brightly colored than the male the bodies of butterflies and moths the legs and often more or less of the base or borders of the wings are clothed with hair or hair-like scales these insects have a long or short proboscis through which they imbibe their food which consists of the honey of flowers the sap of trees or moisture from the ground like other insects they have six legs in the perfect state but in some species either the front or hind pair becomes more or less rudimentary especially in the males butterflies and moths pass through four stages the egg is laid by the female on some plant which will provide suitable nourishment for the caterpillar the caterpillar which is the next stage is a jointed worm-like creature with sixteen legs those corresponding with the legs of the perfect insect are horny and a pair is placed on each of the first three joints behind the head the next four pairs called pro-legs are thick and fleshy and a pair is placed under each of joints seven to ten reckoning the head as joint one 
the last joint of all being provided with a pair slightly differing from the others and called claspers in many young caterpillars however and also in the full-grown caterpillars of a considerable number of moths especially among those with slender bodies one or more of the first three pairs of pro-legs may be rudimentary or absent and the caterpillar walks by arching his back at every step in a way that must be seen to be appreciated though such caterpillars popularly called loopers on account of the way they loop up their bodies in walking are often very active and cover the ground much more rapidly than one might imagine sometimes the claspers or last pair of legs are modified into tentacles which in the caterpillars of the puss moth and its allies contain retractile whips used as weapons of defence caterpillars are very voracious and increase in size with great rapidity and whenever their skin gets too tight after splitting it they slip it off along with the lining of the stomach and intestines and after a few hours lethargy necessary to recover from the debilitating effects of such a serious operation and to give the new skin time to dry and harden they begin to feed again as ferociously as ever the number of these moulds varies according to the species when the caterpillar has attained its full growth it enters upon the third stage of its life as a pupa or chrysalis a pupa means a doll or swaddled baby and is a very appropriate name for the dark-coloured object cased in a horny skin with no detached organs visible except a sheath for the proboscis in some of the hawk moths in which this organ is unusually long but with the separate cases of the wings legs etc of the future butterfly or moth plainly visible in the sutures on its surface the pupae of some butterflies have more or less metallic colours and to these only is the term chrysalis applicable some pupae are naked and those of most butterflies are either suspended by the tail or attached to a branch by a belt of silk around the body those of moths are generally formed either in an earthen cell under the surface of the ground or else are enclosed in an oval case called a cocoon chiefly composed of silk though sometimes moss or chips of wood are worked into it other pupae are found between leaves or in the case of caterpillars which feed in the wood of trees or in the stems of plants in the galleries where they have lived when the perfect butterfly or moth is ready to emerge the pupa splits and the insect works its way to the open air its body is limp and heavy and the wings are like little flaps of wet rag but it discharges a quantity of superfluous fluid generally of a red colour and fixes itself on a branch or other convenient foothold where its wings can hang downwards the expansion and contraction of the muscles pump air into the hollow tubes which form the framework of the wings these rapidly expand to their full size and become dry and firm at the same time after this the insect flies about with its companions pairs lays its eggs and then dies after enjoying its life for a period varying according to the species and the season from a few hours to several months we have not yet spoken of the feelers or antennae of butterflies and moths they are two long jointed organs nearly always knobbed at the end in butterflies 
or at least the terminal joints are thicker than the rest but in moths the antennae are of different shapes and generally end in a point sometimes they are simple and thread-like sometimes they are thickest in the middle and thinner at both ends as in the hawk moths and they are often comb-like especially in the males as in the silk moths butterflies as already mentioned butterflies may be distinguished from moths by their antennae being thickened at the extremities there are comparatively few species in europe only about three hundred of which between sixty and seventy are met with in the british islands but in tropical countries they are much more numerous and varied it is a mistake to suppose that butterflies are always bright-coloured insects and moths the reverse for though many butterflies are brightly coloured others are very dingy on the other hand although it is equally true that many moths are dull-coloured others especially among those with slender bodies or those which fly by day are quite as brilliantly coloured as any butterflies butterflies are divided into several groups the first of which includes the brush-footed butterflies so called because the front pair of legs is converted into hairy paws useless for walking and only employed for toilet purposes this is a very extensive group including about half the butterflies known and is divided into several smaller sections the most interesting species among the danaids is the monarch one of the largest and commonest butterflies found in north america it is migratory in its habits and has succeeded in acclimatizing itself throughout the pacific islands as far as australia and new zealand as well as in the canaries and so many specimens have been taken recently in the south of england that it seems not unlikely to take up its residence there also it is a tawny butterfly not unlike the one represented on the preceding page but much larger measuring about five inches across the wings the caterpillar is yellow with transverse black bands and a pair of long black slender filaments near each extremity of the body the pupa is pale green with golden spots and is suspended by the tail as is the case with most of those of the brush-footed butterflies the next group the long-winged butterflies includes a considerable number of species with long rounded wings found in tropical and subtropical america a species with black and transparent markings is shown on page seven hundred ten but many have wholly transparent wings except for a narrow black or brown border turning to more familiar insects there are several kinds of large or moderate-sized tawny butterflies marked with black spots and lines called fritillaries in england the caterpillars are spiny and feed on violets and other low-growing plants the photograph on page seven hundred ten shows the diana fritillary a large and handsome species which is somewhat of a rarity in the southern states of america it measures four inches in expanse and the sexes are very dissimilar it is dark brown with a broad orange border spotted with black in the male and rows of more or less connected green or white spots in the female the angle-winged butterflies include several of the best known and most brightly colored british species such as the red admiral a velvety black butterfly 
with a transverse red band on the forewings and several white spots between this and the tip the hind wings having a red border spotted with black and blue it measures about two and a half inches across the wings and is common in gardens and orchards in summer and autumn the caterpillar which feeds on nettle is brown or black with yellow stripes and spines the tawny admiral is a north american butterfly remarkable for its resemblance to the larger butterfly called the monarch of which we have already spoken the danaids and long-winged butterflies have tough integuments and a disagreeable odor which more or less protects them from birds many other butterflies belonging to other families have a superficial resemblance to these and are believed to share in their immunity this phenomenon is technically called mimicry the caterpillar of the tawny admiral is gray and black with curious spiny tufts the group of the satyrs contains a great variety of moderate-sized brown or tawny butterflies usually with round spots centered with white towards the margins of the wings many species are common in meadows others which are dark brown or black with red white centered marginal spots are numerous in mountainous countries and two species are found in the north of england and scotland the caterpillars of the satyrs are usually smooth and green with a forked tail and the pupae are formed on the surface of the ground the great blue butterflies of south america form another group of brush-footed butterflies the second family is almost entirely american and is only represented in england by a brown butterfly about an inch in expanse called the duke of burgundy fritillary the caterpillar is reddish and feeds on primroses it is not a very abundant species in england the third family is represented in britain by three very distinct sections of rather small butterflies the largest of which scarcely measures more than an inch and a half across the wings these are the hair streaks brown with light lines on the under surface of the wings and a short tail on the hind wings except in the green hair streak so named from the green under surface of the wings the small blue butterflies which generally have brown females and the coppers the only common species of which measures about an inch across the wings the fore wings are bright coppery red with dark brown spots and borders and the hind wings are dark brown with a coppery red border spotted outside with black the small copper butterfly and some of the blues are common in meadows and gardens many of the members of the fourth family are of a white or yellow color among which are the destructive white cabbage butterflies three species of which are very common in england where they may be seen in every garden throughout the summer the photograph on page seven hundred sixteen represents one of them at rest a prettier species is the orange tip which is common in spring the underside of the hind wings is mottled with green and there is a bright orange spot before the tip of the forewing both above and below some of the south american butterflies of this family much resemble the long-winged butterflies of the same country the family of the swallow-tailed butterflies includes a considerable number of large and handsome species but they are not numerous in europe and only one black and yellow species measuring three inches across the wings is found in england 
where it is now almost confined to the fens of the southeastern counties its green caterpillar with transverse black bands spotted with orange feeds on carrot fennel and other similar plants all the caterpillars of this family are remarkable for possessing a retractile fork on the neck but the butterflies do not all possess the long appendage to the hind wings which has given some of them the name of swallow-tails thus it is wanting in most of the great bird-winged butterflies of the eastern islands one of which the croesus butterfly is represented in the coloured plate the great difference between the sexes is well worth noting the female is considerably larger than the male but in the coloured figure the former has been reduced owing to the exigencies of space mr a r wallace writes as follows of the capture of the first specimen Quote, one day about the beginning of january i found a beautiful shrub with large white leafy bracts and yellow flowers a species of mosenda and saw one of these noble insects hovering over it but it was too quick for me and flew away the next day i went again to the same shrub and succeeded in catching a female and the day after a fine male i found it to be as i had expected a perfectly new and most magnificent species and one of the most gorgeously coloured butterflies in the world fine specimens of the male are more than seven inches across the wings which are velvety black and fiery orange the latter colour replacing the green of the allied species the beauty and brilliancy of this insect are indescribable and none but a naturalist can understand the intense excitement i experienced when i at length captured it on taking it out of my net and opening the glorious wings my heart began to beat violently the blood rushed to my head and i felt much more like fainting than i have done when in apprehension of immediate death i had a headache the rest of the day so great was the excitement produced by what will appear to most people a very inadequate cause the skippers the last family of butterflies are comparatively stout-bodied insects with the antennae widely apart at the base and sometimes forked at the tip they are not numerous in europe the prettiest of the british species is perhaps the pearl skipper which measures rather more than an inch across its brown and tawny wings the under surface of the hind wings is green and marked with several clear white spots moths moths are much more numerous than butterflies and there are about two thousand different kinds found in the british islands alone consequently we are able to notice only a few the hawk moths have long pointed wings thick tapering bodies and the antennae thickest in the middle the pink greenish striped elephant hawk moth see page 718 is a comparatively small species the specimens measure about two and a half inches across the wings some species are much larger the death's head hawk moth whose caterpillar feeds on potato leaves is five or six inches in expanse and some of the south american species measure as much as nine inches the caterpillars of the hawk moths are generally green often with oblique lines of a different color on the sides they are not hairy though the skin is sometimes rough and there is a fleshy appendage called a horn on the back just before the extremity of the body 
the brown pupae are found in cells in the ground the chinese mulberry silkworm which produces most of the silk of commerce is a smooth whitish caterpillar about two inches long with a horn it is often reared in england on lettuce the moth is a sluggish stout-bodied insect it is whitish with two dusky stripes on the forewings the pupa is enclosed in an oval whitish or yellow cocoon of pure silk the emperor moths of which there is only one species in england likewise spin large cocoons sometimes used for commercial purposes the caterpillars are generally more or less spiny or tufted some of the moths have long tails on the hind wings like swallow-tailed butterflies and there are several species in south europe south africa the east indies and north america of a beautiful sea-green color it will be noticed that the specimens represented on page seven hundred eighteen have the tails a little broken which is a very common accident with swallow-tailed butterflies and moths we may also notice the round or crescent-shaped spots in the middle of the wings of some of the moths represented on this page and the next these are very characteristic of the emperor moths and there is often a transparent spot in the centre of the concentric markings two other north american species of this family are shown in the photographs on page seven hundred nineteen rather under natural size the second of these the cecropia moth is represented with its cocoon this moth has occasionally been captured in england having been introduced either accidentally or by design a year or two ago a specimen was brought to the natural history museum at south kensington which had been caught in the street close by during the summer many foreign butterflies and moths may be seen alive in the insect house at the zoological gardens regent's park and several of the photographs given in these pages were taken from specimens living there in the summer of nineteen o one the largest of the emperor moths is the great atlas moth of north india the largest of all known butterflies or moths which occasionally measures almost a foot across its reddish tawny wings the imperial moth a handsome north american moth belonging to a family allied to the emperor moths is represented below the agars form another allied family also with tufted caterpillars but with the central eye of the wings absent or reduced to a small black spot a set of remarkable photographs representing the eggs caterpillars cocoons and sections of cocoons and the moths of a large and handsome species the cypress moth of smyrna appears on pages seven hundred twenty and seven hundred twenty one we have received the following account of their habits from mr mavroyeni to whom we are indebted for the photographs Quote, in the month of july they start weaving their cocoons in which they remain for seventeen days a couple of weeks after the moths have emerged from their cocoons and laid their eggs the eggs hatch and the young caterpillars run up the tree and feed from the end of august during autumn winter and spring we believe that the cocoons of this species are prepared for use as silk in greece among other kinds we may notice the bright-coloured tiger moths with their black and cream-coloured forewings and red and black hind wings 
which frequent gardens and are reared from reddish-brown caterpillars with long hair these are stout-bodied moths and there are other moths with brown forewings and whitish hindwings which fly to candles or buzz over flowers in the evening these are called owl moths but there are larger and handsomer members of the same family called yellow underwings measuring nearly two inches across the wings and likely to be flushed in strawberry beds or hay fields they have brown forewings and bright yellow hindwings with a black border the red underwing moth is about three inches in expanse and has grayish brown forewings and red hindwings with a black central band it is often seen flying about willow trees in the afternoon or resting on tree trunks when the bright colored hind wings are quite concealed the looper moths are those produced from caterpillars which have only ten legs instead of sixteen as already explained most have slender bodies of moderate length and broad and rather brightly colored wings green russet brown yellow etc some measuring about an inch in expanse are called carpet moths from the zigzag patterns on the forewings which are generally black and white or brown and white and sometimes green the yellow shell a yellow moth with some zigzag brown and whitish lines across the wings which expand about an inch is common in hedges and bushes the white black and yellow spotted gooseberry moth or magpie moth so common in gardens is also one of the loopers among the smaller moths are the pearl moths with long slender bodies wings longer than broad and often with a pearly luster one or two species of which are common among nettles we may also mention the snout moth a brown slender bodied moth with a pointed beak projecting in front of the head likewise a common insect among nettles the grass moths are small moths with narrow whitish forewings and broad brownish hindwings which they wrap round their bodies when at rest they are common in every field and meadow the bell moths have broad truncated forewings and rounded hindwings a species belonging to this family with green forewings and brown hindwings may be shaken from every oak tree in summer and at the same time numbers of its little green caterpillars will drop themselves down and remain swinging at the end of a thread till they think that the danger is past when they climb up again the clothes moths familiar to everybody are representatives of an enormous family of small moths comprising nearly two-thirds of the british species but only a few live in houses most have narrow wings with long fringes and many feed in tortuous galleries which they eat in the substance of leaves some are among the smallest moths known the white plume moth which may be noticed floating about in weedy places like a piece of thistle-down is a representative of a small family in which the forewings are divided into three separate feathers and the hind wings into two the other species are brown and smaller when at rest they look like small daddy long-legs the twenty plume moth is a yellowish-gray species less than an inch in expanse often to be seen at rest on windows or palings it might easily be taken for a small looper moth but that each wing is split into six feathers silkworms 
we have now completed a rapid survey of the principal groups of butterflies and moths and may fittingly conclude this part of our subject by giving a short account of the history of silkworms insects which far surpass all other butterflies and moths in their importance to mankind on account of the valuable product which is obtained from their cocoons the industry has been carried on from time immemorial in china and many old chinese works contain interesting particulars especially relating to the rearing of silkworms by the queens and their ladies for silk was probably a royal monopoly in old times these chinese records date back to about two thousand two hundred b c when the silk industry was already flourishing but according to the usually received tradition silkworms were first reared during the reign of the emperor huang te B.C., by his queen. The following extracts from the Lehe Book of Ceremonies, written between 204 B.C. and 135 B.C., and quoted by Horsfield and Moore in their Catalogue of the Lepidoptera of the East India Museum, may not be uninteresting to our readers. Quote, in the first month of spring orders were issued to the forester not to cut down the mulberry trees and when the cooing doves were observed fluttering with their wings and the crested jars alighting upon the mulberry trees people were to prepare the trays and frames for the purpose of rearing the silkworms in the spring season when the empress and her ladies had fasted they proceeded to the east and personally engaged in picking the mulberry leaves on this occasion the married and single ladies were forbidden to wear their ornaments and the usual employments of females were lessened in order to encourage attention to the silkworms when the rearing of the silkworms was completed the cocoons were divided for reeling and the silk weighed for weaving each person being rewarded according to her labor in order to provide dresses for the celestial and ancestorial sacrifices in all this none dared indulge in indolence in the last month of summer the order was given to the female officers to dye the silk of various colors in order to weave checkered sarsnets comprising black and white black and green green and red with red and white checks all of which was to be done according to the ancient rule without the least variation the black yellow azure and red tints were all to be correct and good without the least fault in order to provide dresses for the celestial and ancestorial sacrifices and standards for distinguishing the high and low degrees in ancient times the emperor and his princes had a public mulberry garden and a silkworm establishment erected near some river on the morning of the first day of the third month of spring the sovereign wearing a leather cap and a plain garment ascertained by lot the chief of his three queens with the most honourable amongst his concubines and caused them to attend to the rearing of the silkworms in the above-named establishment they then brought the eggs of the worms and washed them in the river above alluded to after which they picked the mulberry leaves in the public garden and aired and dried them in order to feed the worms when the season was over the royal concubines having completed the business of rearing the silkworms brought the cocoons to show them to the prince when he presented the cocoons again to his consort whereupon the consort said this is the material of which your highness's robes are to be formed 
having said which she covered herself with her robe and received the cocoons on this occasion the ladies of the court were honoured with the present of a sheep this was the mode in which the presentation of the cocoons was anciently conducted End quote. in the reign of justinian eggs of the chinese mulberry silkworm were smuggled into europe by two monks and the culture of silk rapidly spread to southern europe where it has continued to form a staple industry ever since in the peloponnesus especially such large plantations of mulberry trees were grown for the purpose of rearing silkworms as to give the peninsula its modern name of morea silk is obtained in different parts of the world from the cocoons of various other moths chiefly belonging to the group of emperor moths but these products are only of local importance and are not likely to compete with the mulberry silkworm. End of section forty seven.